internet and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Camera Corner Podcast. We're your geek slash nerd discussion podcast. We normally take one topic from TV, movie, video game, book, whatever we're talking about that day and we bat around until we get bored. I am, as always, your host, Patrick. With me is my co-host, Jared. Say hi, Jared. I am Machetawai Padawai. And today we're talking about uh, Kenobi. Uh, Kenobi is the newest uh, TV entry, TV miniseries entry on uh, Disney+. Plus. Uh, courtesy of the Star Wars franchise. Um, do we know for it? Because I, I, I thought we were getting this is a limited series, but Disney Plus has a bad habit of when they put things up, always calling it season one. Well, right now on IMDb is listed as six episode miniseries, so that's where I'm that's where I'm going from. Okay, yeah, see, that's what I would have thought too. But like, I know Moon Knight was also introduced as a miniseries, and then like. The way that it ends and all everything else, like there, there, there seems to be keep being this like information war about like was it a season one? Will there be a season two? Yeah, it it might be, it might not be. It could just be like an organizational thing. They just yeah. call whatever it is season one. Yeah. Um, but you know that's neither here nor there. Um, see, two weeks ago, as of the recording of this episode. Uh, the first two episodes released, um, so you've had m- plenty of time to see it. Yes. Um, so but the cons- ten days are up. Yeah. So consider this your spoiler warning. There is a third episode out. We won't be getting to into detail of that. Uh, Patrick hasn't. All. Patrick hasn't seen it. I have. Yeah. Um, so I can't spoil it for my co-host because he could uh, drop hands right now. Yeah. I mean, I probably wouldn't. I don't care about spoilers, but I, but some of you might. Yes. And, you know, far be it for me to ruin a Star Wars experience for anyone. Um, so, you know, the the series is supposed to follow uh, Obi-Wan uh, during the time period of his uh, watching over, uh, watching Luke. over Luke on Tatooine. Uh, it's supposed to be like, what ten years before episode episode four? Yes, if I remember correctly. Uh, also, though, it's, it's also supposed to occur within a year of the events in Solo, which is a bit weird for stuff we'll get into later. It's less weird than you think, though, if you really think about it. But we'll get to that too. Yeah. But um, I guess uh, you know, although see like. Based off some of the ages given, I actually thought this was seven years after. Uh, uh, I thought I thought I think it's seven years before uh, A New Hope, not ten. I mean, I'm going off of what di- off of what Disney has stated, but also I don't keep in mind only we're only doing talking about two episodes. There are six episodes total. There might be a time skip that I don't know about. That's true. Uh, well, one of the characters just drops an age. Yeah. Uh, like, straight up gives their age, and it's like, oh, well, I know what, what age that character is later on. Like, I know what that character that age is in A New Hope, so. Uh, well, it, well, especially if you if you know just, you know, episode four occurs 19 years after episode three. Okay. Um, see, but, so, before we go, you know, too, too much further, uh, just, you know, Point, point blank. Did you like? Do you did you like it so far? Or do you not? Uh, are you enjoying it? or Are you not? I'm not. Same. I'm not. 
Um, I was, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to work or work away a nice way to say this. Uh, this is, this is very mid as a show. Um, not, it's not terrible. It's not, it's not the worst thing to happen to Star Wars. It's not that at no, all. No, no, um, I agree. It's very, like, um, the show is not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. It's just, uh, one of the, th- one of the things I said when the show was announced was, why do I yes. really need this story? Yes. Like, it, I was I was I was actually I was talking about it off mic with Ryan after I watched uh, the first two episodes, um, and I asked him like I told him like we're getting really close to the old uh, uh, Pat Oswalt joke, the of you know do I really need the story of the week that Luke had mono, yeah, um, and he just stayed in in his in his room and felt bad. Yeah, that's that's a bit how this feels, um, like. Uh, and I'll even say that, like, even through episode three, it's not given it a reason to exist. Yeah. Because, um, like, like, we, because also, like, you know, episode nine, I, I know episode nine chronologically is well in advance of this, but what it, what episode nine was supposed to be for us was supposed to be the end of the Skywalker saga. Yeah. Like, it was supposed, it was supposed to be the period at the end of the sentence where we are done talking about the same nine people. Yeah. Um, and Kenobi is more of that. Now, I'm gl- I'm glad to see you and McGregor again. That's nice. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad that you know, cultural climate has been has made it such that he can come back to and feel good about Star Wars again. Yeah. Same same with Hayden Christensen. Um, even though I haven't seen the episode where he shows up, um, but I've seen like you know all the press stuff that they've shown up for, so I know he's in it. Yes. Um. You know, I, w- I wish something could be done for Jake Lloyd, but you know, I think that that uh, that ship has sailed. That ship has sailed. That bridge is burnt. You know, the 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 earth was salted. Nothing will ever grow again. But um, yeah, no, I I agree a, a, a thousand percent. Um, yeah. I was I was really worried that this would be that I would be this would be me and Jared butting heads here. Um, no, well, well, like, like you, you put it like right on the head is like, as I was watching this, I was like, nothing that is happening that I am seeing would is enhancing any of what I already knew about the series. And in fact, most of it is detracting a little bit now, like. There are a few things um, that we that we'll get into later. Like there's a, there have been a couple of characters that have been like, okay, you know, we haven't seen a thing like that in Star Wars. I'm I'm cool with that, because um, that's always been one of my uh, one of the things I've talked about multiple times in Star Wars uh, is that for as expansive as this universe is, there's a lot of things that are like really conspicuously conspicuously missing from Star Wars all the time. Uh, journalists are always missing. Uh, people who work in the arts are almost always missing. Yeah, um, and part of it is because we're always telling the story of a of a military conflict. But which is always why I always thought that journalists would have been more important, like embedded journalism. Oh is, no, I agree with you. Like, like, like the the fact that we don't see, especially like during something like Clone Wars, a have a a war reporter. Yeah, um, things like that like would have added a lot of depth and interesting elements and wrinkles to Star Wars, and it's just. It's not a thing. Uh, in fact, it's it's often very weird how news even gets spread around in Star Wars. And I've brought this up to people, and they'll always have some like weird, tiny piece of canon of like why it is as it is. Or blah, oh, I've, blah, blah. I've often the, there there are 
people are talked about like like they are legends, and I am really wondering who the fuck told. <laughs> there, 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 there are people in Star Wars that describe the death of the Emperor like they were there. And, yeah, and I'm sorry. Only three men were in that room. Only one man left that room alive. Uh, we don't know that uh, that Anakin, as a well, ghost, take, wasn't the gabbiest motherfucker in the world. Take, take the back. One man left that room under his own power. One man was dragged from that room and died shortly thereafter. <laughs> there you go. But as a ghost, you don't know he wasn't like the chattiest motherfucker in the world. He was I'm, like, oh, I can breathe uh, ghost uh, ghost air now. I think, Woo! I got I th- some things to say. I think Annie had a lot of shade he had to get through <laughs> of people he got murdered. <clears throat> that's, that's probably fair. Um, but yeah, um, and so like there are a couple of roles that like I've liked to see in Star Wars that that, that get a little bit filled. Um, but for the most part, I don't think that. You're always battling that uphill. Like the prequels struggled, uh, had a lot more freedom because you knew what was going to be happening way down the line. There was a lot of like leeway on like what could occur because a war story, even if you know who's going to survive it, like it's often about the journey. But the thing is, we like what character growth can Obi Wan have gained? From the last time we saw him in episode three to the first time we see him in episode four, that's not going to be disappointing. And that's throwing in the fact that we actually do see him technically in Rebels. Yeah. So we know where we know where he is like five years from now. So they have even less time for like any type of like Obi-Wan can't have a life changing epiphany in this series. No. He just can't, and um, and a lot of the characters also just can't. Like they they like um, the the characters that you know real well uh, know real well can't have some type of crazy ass bullshit happen to them because it just wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, I mean there there are, there are there are some things there there was a possibility for certain things that I would have really liked. And we'll get to when we when we start going into detail on the episodes. I'll get into it. Um, but uh, leaving aside just the Star Wars baggage of it, um, um, I think the show uh, for the most part looks really well shot. Yeah. Um, but the Mandalorian. I haven't watched uh, Book well, of Boba Fett. The it looked it looked, like the sets look amazing. The sound is amazing. Like Star Wars always sounded great. Yeah. There, there are a few uh, character designs, like that that I, that mainly because they were translated from an animated me- media to a live action media, and there are some some compromises that had to be made, and I just don't agree with the compromises that were made. Oh, what are, um, you, ta- what are you talking the, about? The, the Grand Inquisitor. Like, what's the last thing that happened with the Grand Inquisitor where you are? Um, in episode two, well, in episode two, he gets uh, he gets a lightsaber. Okay. Like, uh, what's her name? Reva. 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 The third yeah. sister. Uh, sta- the 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 one that everyone's mad about. Yeah. Uh, stabs her. Stabs him in the chest. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that killed him or not. Uh, I don't know if they're just saying you know fuck rebels. Well, I think there just might have been like more than one species of that guy that might have been the Grand Inquisitor. Uh. I don't know 
Um, I will say I don't remember if it's de- if it's definitively stated, but it's very clearly implied that yeah, she killed him uh, in episode three. Wow. Then yeah, I'm really there's 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 actually some go like like I said I don't want to get too much into it. There is some go between between some of the other um, inquisitors as to who is now the Grand Inquisitor. That is something that is happening. That's, that's part of one of the the back plots. Okay, that's that's weird. Yes, um, but see a thing like that where okay we already knew the Grand Inquisitor blah 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 so we get introduced to this character that everyone was like oh it's really weird the Grand Inquisitor looks like that blah blah blah. And now that might not have been the character we knew, because he because he looks so much like him that uh, that yeah he he just looked like a knockoff or like a yeah uh, like he, a looked, he, looked, he looked he looked like a like a what's a wish dot com version of uh, <laughs> of him um, yeah so the idea that like oh no, no no that's not him instead you're gonna they, get they they literally pulled the another will come who looks just like, like me, me give, give him, him all, all my shit, shit. yeah that that's kind of what it feels like. Um, so, cause yeah, I had that same issue of just like, oh, that's not really what the Grand Inquisitor looks like. And then like, when it, like, he gets, when he gets stabbed through, I was like, oh, I guess that's because he wasn't? What? See, I thought he, maybe he was and like, they would show him like, you know, in a back to tank later or something. Uh, it, it, like I said, I, 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 I will admit that I watched all of these episodes starting at 2 a.m. last night. Uh, so, like, I'm not, and, like I said, by episode three, I was already pretty, uh, uh, pretty set in my, like, oh, this isn't, I'm glad I'm not watching this with Ryan, because I'd be upsetting him. Yeah, um, uh, now, now, then, now, if, if you are just uber nostalgic for anything Star Wars, I mean, I'm, what are, what am I gonna say to you? Like, yeah. this, it's more, it's more Star Wars well, what I was gonna say earlier though was um, was I say the, the show looked to me looks fine for the most part, but whereas like like I haven't seen Book of Boba Fett, but The Mandalorian I've seen the, the first two seasons of, and you you keep that Akira Kurosawa slash old Western vibe throughout throughout all the episodes. Like it always looks like it's shot at those angles in that way. Yeah, Kenobi's not like that. Kenobi's not like that. Like episode two is is almost a cyberpunk uh, type vibe. But even like, but I was just saying, like even like when when uh, Jen goes to areas like that, it still keeps that vibe and that aesthetic, uh, even through the camera work and all that. This one doesn't do that. Even when they're doing things like jail heists, yeah, like because there's a couple of episodes like that in The Mandalorian. But Obi Wan, because it's like it's not as easy to define what this show even is. Yeah, because Obi Wan he can't be space samurai, or at least he he, he couldn't be. In the two episodes that I saw, I don't know if he—I don't know if he gets more handy with the lightsaber in episode three. Oh, uh, Jared, Jared is shaking his head at me. Sadly, yeah, um, he does ignite it. I'll say—I'll say that. Okay, just like what to cut open a door or something? No, uh, to mostly hold it and wibbly wobbly it about. That's sad. It's—it'll—it'll it'll be sadder in context. That's 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 really sad because I'm pretty sure around this time period, ah, Ahsoka is has gotten her white lightsabers, and is just owning Inquisitors left, right, and center. Yeah. No. Uh, 
but I will say this. Obi-Wan is, like, way handier with a blaster than he has any right to be. I would refute that. He has a gunfight in episode two, and it is sad. <laughs> okay. In episode three, he, like, uh, like single-handedly just, like, takes down a whole unit of stormtroopers by himself in 30 seconds. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, because gun, his gunfight in episode two was such that, that I was like, oh, you killing Grievous was a lucky shot. No, no it's just because it was dark. I think in, in episode two, it's just because it was really dark. It was a T-Rex man with a minigun, and he was and he missed him seven times. Yeah, the T-Rex with a minigun was also fine with a fucking minigun, and uh, we all know the rules for, you know, uh, trying to shoot from suppressing fire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's, instead of just jumping around, let's let's, ju- let's jump into episode one. Well, okay, I was, I was still trying to, like, oh, sorry. do a little bit like sorry. we normally uh, do. Yeah. Uh... Because hell, we didn't even read the summary. No, but I mean, oh, but it is, it is. I mean, it's it's a it's nothing. Jedi Master Obi Wan Kenobi watches over young Luke Skywalker and invades in the Empire's elite Jedi hunters during his exile on the desert planet Tatooine. That is the blurb. Yeah, um, but that's so what I was saying. Like, so like aesthetically, the the show is, um, it's fine, but because it, it is, it's not giving you any type of particular vibe, um, because like. Because it also is covering more characters. Like, The Mandalorian is about fucking Jin. Yeah. And well, Din. Yeah, Din, sorry. Din Jarin. Yeah. I, I got the J in the wrong spot. Um, but, uh... It didn't, it didn't help when you... Because well, you were you're Mitch, like, Akira Kurosawa earlier, so when you said Jin, my mind thought uh, Jin Sakai from yeah. uh, Ghost, of, Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Um, but, uh... So, like... Like I said, so it always has that. But, like, there's, that, there's moments with Leia... Um, in this, and they're not filmed like that. Like for the most part, they're pretty precariously filmed. Yeah. It almost feels like an old, uh, like it feels very like old school Lucas slash like um, like Spielberg. Yeah, like, very Spielberg. Yeah, yeah, like with like that wonder, like the wonders of a child. Like with, the all of her scenes are shot from her height. Yeah. Um, which I don't have anything against, but once again, it just got like considering the show already has, it already has an identity crisis going into it. Stuff like that wasn't helping me personally. Yeah, because um, uh, it's, it's a it's a weird tonal shift going from Obi Wan, who is he is living living like he is. Darth Maul said it best: living like a rat in the desert. Yeah, um, just kind of a miserable sad sack. Uh, you know, stealing stealing meat from his job to feed his uh, weird camel horse. Yeah, um, it's and then you cut to Leia. Who's you know running around with precarious whimsy, climbing trees, um, making people cry at parties, um, and then you have like multiple long scenes of like what what they seem like they're going for like a Tarantino level of like intensity. The bar scene. Yes. Yeah. Where um, where you're like, okay, here's the thing though, guys. I don't know any of these characters. I know Obi Wan's not in this bar, um, and once the, again, there's only one person in this scene I care about, and you know, to carry the Tarantino metaphor, he's the guy with the gun. <laughs> like, so like none of this, none of this, ma- like this tension that you're building, isn't going to pay off in any type of satisfying way, and it doesn't. And then there's a scene like later on with a couple of characters we do know. Uh, with Owen, uh, 
Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, nothing can happen here. Yeah. Like, the tension's immediately gone because obviously nothing can happen there. Yeah. Owen Owen's going to make it at least ten more years before he becomes a skeleton. Yeah. And I know that, like, once like I, I, I always advocate for, you know, the journey, not the destination, but, like, something like that where the intensity is of what's going to happen in this moment. It's not going to be, like... Because there, there, there can be things that are like ex- that build excitement from. Well, we knew in all of Clone Wars that Anakin and Obi Wan were safe. That wasn't really the drama there. It was usually like, how are they going to get out of this one? Yeah. Which is where you draw your excitement from. Well, and it, but and, that's because and, they and, did, it, and it was meant to be more of like a a hot. It was like high adventure, high adventure, pulpy, swashbuckling, sword swinging type deal. Yeah, which is why you don't go for in moments of like intense. Like someone's gonna die in this moment. Yeah, like typically those they had those episodes, but they weren't featuring Obi Wan. Yeah, or they, they they weren't about the characters we know. Like yeah. they, that would be about fives or somebody. Yeah. Um, yeah. Episode with the art troopers. I don't know who's making it out. <laughs> right. Um, so like, episode with Hondo. They could kill Hondo at any moment. Or Ahsoka. Yeah, or Ahsoka. Like, when you're yeah. first watching that series, Ahsoka could go at any time. I, I, I was always I was always expecting her to bite it at the end of the last episode of, of Clone Wars when it came out. Yeah. And I was wondering how how Disney, how Star Wars, because that, that was before I knew about the Disney buyout. Disney buyout happened in Rebels. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, that during that time period, I was wondering, okay, how are they going to kill Ahsoka on a kid's show? Yeah. Um, so, like I said, like, it looks good, because, like, it, it looks professional, but, like, ultimately, like, it's not visually striking or interesting enough that that alone would keep it, because, I mean, sure, it looks Star Wars, but we have so many things that are Star Wars, you guys. Yeah. Like, this doesn't stand out just for looking Swarzy. Um... Uh, the sound once again fucking kills it. Like yeah. the, the l- l- you know, like Skywalker Ranch is where you go to mix your sounds at, um, um, and obviously like like you're never gonna miss that. The musical cues are always on note. Like they don't they don't miss their fu- they don't mess around with their fucking music. Nah. Um, and uh, uh, and the effects look really cool. Like uh, even like even stupid shit. I don't know who got in their in their head. Uh, over there that was like, oh, when they cook shit, it needs to be, like, way more fascinating than it ever should be. Yeah. Um, like... Like, like, uh, <laughs> what looks, what looks to be bubbling brown snot needs to magically turn into beef stew. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't know who came over that. Or the weird, like, inflato biscuits that Ray had. Yeah. That, that I'm, I, I hate those, I hate the sequels. I'm endlessly fascinated by that. <laughs> Like, stuff like that. I, like, I was sitting in the theater like, hey, Ray, you want to break me? Break me a piece of that. <laughs> break bread, man. Break bread. Like, so, like, like, that stuff is still really cool. Like, the effects, they, they, they do do really good effects. Except, and this is this is not me part hating, like, joining on the hate mob that we'll get to in a little bit about uh, Moses Ingram. Uh, the wire work looks really bad, guys. It looks very obvious. Um, I think uh, and I think part of it is the parts that they do used wires were very much on a soundstage. I think it's because well, they're in very tight quarters. Well, it's that, and I actually think the biggest worst uh, offense for the wire work is that um, the rest of the show, for being Star Wars, 
is pretty grounded. Yeah. Like, only one character is doing uh, wire work. Only one. And so you have somebody who is crouching tiger, hidden and dragging their way around through what is otherwise like a John Wick-like scenario. Yeah. Which I'll actually fucking bring out like that up when we get to that moment, because not every movie fucking needs to be John Wick nowadays. No. Um, or have the John Wick moment. But, like, th- there's a moment where Rava, like, does a backflip into a forward tumble, and whoever choreographed that um, was doing the girl dirty. <laughs> yeah. Like, it looks really silly. Well, and then there's just, like, you know... That whole bit, I'll get into it when we when we start when we start right. through the episode. But other than other than the wire work, everything else looks really good. Um, it's just the like I, like I said, I think it's to the, it, I think it's because the rest of the show is so like such on a down note all the time. It's so much more gritty, like than you would typically expect most Star Wars to be, except for stuff like the Mandalorian. Um, that when you start seeing stuff like that, it just it just just screams at you. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just visually inconsistent with everything else you see. Um, and, uh, and as far as acting goes, like, I have issues with the, some of the choices they made for the characters, particularly for Obi-Wan. My, um, my issues are more with the writing than the actors. But I was going to say, but, but my issues are, are with the writing, not with the actors. Yeah. Um, uh, like, I, I don't... F- I don't really... The thing is, honestly, there's not, like, a whole lot of character to any of these characters. Well, there's not much to do with them. It's like, yeah. you, you re- like, you and McGregor, I, I'm, I was happy to see him back as Obi-Wan. You know, seeing 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 Obi-Wan with, Obi-Wan with his hood up, staring mysteriously off into the desert while twirling his beard. Yeah, it's a vibe. But <laughs> it's not like, it's not like you we're going to learn... We're not going to learn anything about Obi-Wan that we didn't already know. Like... If you if you've watched the movies, you know the Obi the Obi Wan that you that you see in this show is going to be the Obi Wan that you knew in Episode Three. Um, now if you watch Clone Wars, is going to probably be a little bit weird because he's a bit more upbeat in that. So if you saw Clone Wars but for some reason didn't watch Revenge of the Sith, um, this might be odd for you. Yeah, his sass is like gone. Yeah. Man has been drained of all of his sass. Man's lost a lot. <laughs> he left all of it. He left all. He buried all of his sass with his lightsaber. Um. But uh. But yeah. So like my my, my issue isn't like oh any of, the, any of the actors are doing a bad job. Honestly, it just feels like there's not a whole lot for anybody to work with. Yeah. Like. Um. Like sure, it's cool that uh, Bail Organa's actor reprises his role twenty years later. To try to look like he's only ten years older. Because oh my god, if that's the case, like, man, Bail ba- Organa, you age like milk. <laughs> um, what's her name? Uh, Vivian Blair, the actress who played Lay. I thought I thought she did she did a good job. I actually thought she like yeah. yeah. I've heard people like shit on that little she, girl. She, she had she had one scene that frustrated me, but that was that was because it was written to just be that scene. It and it made no sense for that scene to be there. Um. No, I actually really like uh, like yeah, that part- feels like Leia, especially if you've seen um, Clone Wars and Re- uh, not Clone Wars, obviously. Uh, if you've seen Rebels, like you've seen well, what Leia well, like. If, if, you, if you've later. seen Clone Wars, you know what Padme is like. Yeah, you know it. It, it makes sense that you know her daughter, that her daughter raised by one of her best friends, 
would would uh showcase some of those traits. Yeah. Like no, that like that felt like spot on. Yeah. And also like the actress herself actually does kind of look like kind of a halfway point between Natalie Portman and Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Um see aside from that uh you know I guess to to address the big fish in the in the big uh elephant in the room Moses Ingram as Inquisitor Riva. Yeah. Um I think she did a did I like her character? No, but I also wasn't supposed to. Yeah. Like it's very obvious if you watch it she, I'm not supposed to like this character. Um like her portrayal of the character I thought was what they were asking her to do. Yeah. She more she's pretty much just snarling the whole time. Like a third of her dialogue is just Kenobi. Well, I mean, to be fair, most people who go after Kenobi, their dialogue is just Kenobi. Fair enough. Um, but like, she's supposed to be Anakin, which I mean, I've that's... heard that take. I don't agree with it, and I'll tell and I'll I'll, I'll tell you why. Why's that? Anakin worked because he was he was mentored by Obi. No other Jedi could have could have raised Anakin and that boy would have survived to, to, to knighthood. <laughs> like, he, he, if he had been apprenticed to Mace, uh, him and Mace would have been fighting at some point. Yeah, probably. Like, um, Re- Reva, if she is an Anakin type, I just, I don't see Anakin, I don't see, I don't see Vader tolerating anyone that reminds him of himself, one. And I don't see anyone as... Uh, independently minded as Anakin making it in that kind of fascistic uh, hammer that sticks out gets gets hammered down uh, vibe of the uh, of the Galactic Empire. So my like one of one of the things that that I that was kind of irritating like there's Reva does a lot of very Anakin things and I was always like I don't know how you live this long. Um, I. It's like I don't know how no one has either killed you has I don't know how how no one has either uh got have, how you haven't gotten yourself killed through your own arrogance or been killed to shit to set an example for everyone else. Well, I was going to say well like either, either way it's whether or not it makes sense in the writing that's definitely what they're going for. Yeah, that is, they're, they're definitely is going, they're going for, for um she has to have the impulsiveness, the anger, all of the things that Obi-Wan failed to to hammer out of Anakin. She has to have those traits. So she, it, she, so was, she was almost re- reminding me more of Ahsoka, uh, so like for like season one of Ahsoka. Uh, but it, it's so Obi Wan's past come back to haunt him. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that you're talking about, I will say, she does have a pretty extended conversation with Vader in Episode Three. Okay. And um, uh, uh, Vader seems to like her. That's weird. That's very weird. Like the things you're talking about, like uh, the hammer and stuff. No, uh, Vader's all for it. That's really weird. Uh, he straight up like tells her because, like, because, he... like, because, like, like, Vader. Immediately, it's a, it's a, it's a show, and the, and these are like you know, show and movie people that can do whatever they want. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, people talk out of turn, out of turn around Vader, and he chokes him at the table. 
Yeah, um, like, when they have their conversation, she's basically, like, reporting in, like, what had happened, how she had found Obi-Wan Kenobi, and he basically tells her, like, oh, I heard about what you did to the Grand Inquisitor. I don't care. You can have his job. You can have whatever you want if you bring me Kenobi. I don't care what methods you use. I don't care that nobody else likes you. Uh, results are what matter to me. Bring me Kenobi. Okay. So, yeah, like they, they just kind of straight up talk about that. So, yeah, it's it is what it is. Um, and the other inquisitors just fall in line with that. Hell no! Like I said, like there's a there's a B plot where like like fifth brother and her like like he'll she'll do things and while she's like getting back from doing things, he'll report on it as if he did it. They are like bickering children to Vader. That's uh, also that's another weird thing. Sun Kang is another is it also in Rebels. Um, so it's weird to see him here. Um, yes. man, his hat looked bad in live action. <laughs> yes. Well, to be fair, he was also quiet. Yeah. Like he was very quiet. Episode three, he's very talkative. Like him and, him and, uh, well, him and that, Rava that, just. That's because that's of who they got to play him. Um, uh, it's, uh, Sun Kang, uh, Han from, uh, Fast and Furious. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying that like they go back and forth like a lot. Um, mostly like cat and mousing, like, oh, I've reported into Vader. Now I'm going to get credit. You're not going to get any credit for this. Mm. Yes. I'll kill you. Yeah, see, guys, you're, you're, you're not Jedi. You don't have to give a shit about decorum. Strike a saber. Get the fuck out. <laughs> I mean, obviously, like, Vader didn't care that you killed the yeah. Grand Inquisitor, so. You know, to, to, to quote one of my favorite movies, skin that smoke wagon. Let's see what happens. <laughs> so... Yeah, like, I, I'm, I'm sorry that I keep having to bring up a couple of things from, but some of it does kind of inform some of the, some of the issues you you can have in episode one and two. I don't think they necessarily resolve them, uh, but it's not like they weren't thinking about it. Maybe. <laughs> um. See. Uh, so, anything else you need, you feel we need to get into before we just start deep diving the episode? Uh, no. I just like that's that's the t- stuff we typically all, always cover. Okay. Um. Um, so like I said, for me, this is a, it's a very mid show is, I guess this is my final takeaway. Um, like I, I would say probably, you can probably wait until it all comes out and just watch it in a day. Maybe it'll be better. Like there um, are some shows that benefit from, from, uh, but, binging and there are some shows that benefit from watching it week to week. But if, but I would also say if you quit the show, I can't blame you. Um, well, see, here's the thing. Like, th- this is the di- the difference between a show that like is meant to be watched uh, uh, episode to episode, and a, and a show that's meant to be watched to be binged, is um, is episodes that are part of a long form narrative that are meant to be watched week to week always have a always have the full narrative arc with inside every one of their episodes. You know, there's a beginning, a middle, to end every episode, and it won't cover the entire arc of like what the plot is going to be for the uh, for the season. But you'll still get a contained story in each episode. Yeah, you don't really get that in in Kenobi. Like stuff just kind of happens. Like it's it's much more the binge model, other than the fact that like every episode has taken place on a different planet. Yeah, like that's the one thing that you could say. But a planet is not an arc, you guys. <laughs> Uh, a, a location shot is not an arc. It doesn't matter that the first episode is the Tattoo Man episode, the second episode is the Daya episode, and the third episode is the. Now that, now that being said, after having after you know, going through Book of Boba Fett and going through a whole season on Tatooine, I'm glad to be somewhere the fuck else. 
I haven't watched it, so I can't comment on that. But I'm just saying that, like, but there's, no, but I mean, at least uh, to my to my acknowledgement while watching it, it didn't seem like there was a like every episode was having like a Obi uh, Obi One finds like has this. Um, this becomes an issue. He resolves it and grows a little bit before moving on. It hasn't felt like that at all. Yeah. None of the characters have felt like they've been having arcs like that. Um, so none of it feels self-contained, which might lend it to what, to being more bingeable versus like the Mandalorian. Every episode of the Mandalorian does have a full plot line inside each of its episodes. Every episode of the Mandalorian feels complete. Yeah. Um, which made watching a week to week kind of a delight. Yes. This, I'm already like like Ryan already told me like he's not gonna watch watch it all until it all comes out until it all finishes and I'm like yeah and, he, probably, and he's and he's probably the most positive of the people that I know that have seen it absolutely positive like um, mentioned like just not like uncontrollably sobbing uh, throughout the entire thing yeah I didn't have that reaction no I didn't either um, so episode one. Uh, we 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 begin with an optional recap of if you don't know who Obi Wan Kenobi is, yes. Uh, which also like uh, Disney Twitter apparently they they did release a recommended here's what you should watch to, to know about Obi Wan before Kenobi if you don't know anything about him. Uh, I only make mention of it because they put in the uh, the three episodes of Clone Wars that talk about him and uh, Duchess Satine. Hell yeah. Um. Let's see, so we begin with Obi. Well, we no, we begin with the Inquisitors. Yep. Um, landing on Tatooine. Uh, they show they they show up to a bar. Um, they have that Tarantino bit where the Inquisitors talking to the people in the bar that he knows that he knows a Jedi is here. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and, and pull this out. I I don't. It, it happens in the... I don't remember if it happens specifically in the scene, but it happens a lot when the Inquisitors have these, like, monologues about, like, finding oh, Jedi. I skipped I skip the scene. We'll finish this, but I, I did skip a scene. Uh, but the Inquisitors always have this monologue where they talk about how uh, the Jedi can't help themselves. Yeah, the Jedi hunt themselves. The Jedis will hunt themselves because uh, Jedis will always pop out and try to save people. And so, honestly, all they have to do is apply a little pressure to somebody, and a Jedi will reveal himself to keep everyone safe. And then, while they're having that monologue, while that is a point they will bring up, they will then say things like, there's no use in helping the Jedi, the Jedi won't protect you. They use both of those points in the same the scene. same scene multiple times. Like, I don't know if it's because, like, that's how they're taught. Like, because it, it, it's made mention that a lot of, like, the members of the Inquisition are former Jedi. And so, like, they've just been twisted into this weird belief. But it is a but it is a belief that contradicts itself in its very nature. And it makes watching those scenes, like, confusing. Because it feels like... It's very much, you know, I'm 14 years old and this is deep. A little bit, yeah. Like, um... They they can't keep talking about how the the Jedi are going to try to save people there because like even in that first scene like uh, the reason they know the Jedi is at the bar is because he's been helping out the bar uh, the barkeeper as like he's been doing good in the town and so then they're like well you shouldn't help out the Jedi because the Jedi aren't going to help you and then literally he comes out to save somebody 
when Rave ap- applies a little bit too much pressure. And so it's like, well, there he is trying to save people, doing the good thing that you've been claiming that he won't try to do, while also claiming that this is the way to find him because he, he can't help himself but to do it. And it's, just, it's just, it's dumb. Yeah. It's bad, and I don't like it. That's what I'm getting at there. Um, and it happens a few times. Because also, that's, that's another one of those things where, like, the setting doesn't support this. Like, yeah, the, 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 we see the Empire, we know that the Empire has a presence on Tatooine, because in episode four we see stormtroopers all over the place. Yeah. Though, you know, but it is ostensibly hut space. Yeah. Like, you know, it's on the outer rim that the, even the Republic really, really didn't have a presence out here. So you shouldn't be able to just walk in and wave your dick around. Like, a bunch of people with guns could just show up. And I know from the Jedi Temple Massacre, a bunch of guys with guns can just kill Jedi. Yeah. Like, you know, that there there's a number of there's a number of guys, a number higher than three, less than ten, that can definitely kill one of you. <laughs> um but they just let it go. Uh the the uh Jedi Padawan guy that they scare out is not is not Obi Wan, it's like a fake out. Um I ne- but it's funny that they call that you would call it a fake out. I never once suspected it to be Obi Wan, even though it's a Jedi supposed to be. I was just hoping. I was hoping it was going to be someone, someone that we knew. But like, no part of me ever thought it was Obi Wan. And so when he runs, I, I honestly, when I was watching the scene, like it was afterwards when I was just kind of like sitting in an, an analysis mode that I was like. Oh, they thought they wanted us to think that it was Obi Wan in there. That's the point of that scene. Yeah, it was it's a like, bad fake out. But I was that, like, that's what they, were they, going they were going for tension as to like it's gonna be Obi Wan. It, it couldn't be. What the fuck? What? No. And uh, yeah, so. yeah. We didn't see where Obi Wan actually is, and he's working in like a meat packing plant. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, Pat forgot that the very opening scene is actually it's the Jedi Massacre. Yeah. Uh, Order Order sixty six. Yeah. We're watching uh, children yeah. co- children get got. Yeah, we 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 see we see we see uh you know people with guns bust into a children's class and gun everyone down. Yeah, uh, the the absolute perfect thing you want to see. Yeah, right? the, the escapist fantasy where that can't that, that shit can't happen in real life. Um, I I actually was when I watched the scene like I like uh, specifically because it was a school of children. I was like guys. I mean, admittedly, this was probably filmed years ago. Probably, but... Uh, it's just bad luck. <laughs> like, Punisher got pushed, like... Uh, I, I've been watching Punisher Season 2 lately. Uh, like, I'm still a little on my Marvel kick after we did our uh, tier list, trying to, like, get through the things that we hadn't seen before. Uh, Punisher Season 1 and I think Season 2 both had to get pushed back because of actual real-life gun violence in the real world. Yeah. Uh, so it wasn't, like, directly after it. And... Um, and it's and it's a scene that could easily have been cut. Yeah, like you don't learn anything in that scene. You just have to see children running from their lives from men with guns, like shooting at them. Yeah. <laughs> like all While their teachers die trying to protect them. Yeah. All I all I knew from that scene is that wow, their teachers sucked. Like the 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 Jedi are very much a those who can't do teach. Because she didn't <laughs> she didn't sense shit was going bad till the clone troopers were literally kicking in the door. Like, Jedi are supposed to be mildly precognizant. 
Yeah, she was mildly precognizant. Bullshit. <laughs> Very mild. Like, we're talking, like, white people spy smile. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, we see Obi-Wan working at the meat plant, uh, where he does not help the people out who are getting fucked over yeah, by capitalism. Yeah, getting bullied. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, bullied. <laughs> bullied, not just blatantly fucked over by capitalism. I mean, what do you think capitalism is? Fair enough. Um, but you know he knows he's got to lay lay low. But he also he manages to scrounge up enough money to buy the toy T sixteen Skyhopper that Luke has in Episode Four. Yes. Um, and he like smuggles it to the Lars' Lars homestead. Um, so he can retreat back and like look through binoculars at Luke. Yeah. Uh, he also like apparently is on somewhat friendly terms with a Jawa named Tika. Uh, and, who, and once again, uh, we reiterate that the Jawas are the crackheads of Star Wars um, <laughs> because they mention they mention stealing Obi Wan parts from Obi Wan's uh, moisture evaporator to sell back to him. Yes, and won't clean them because that would be cost extra. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie. It does feel a little bit like Space Friday. <laughs> yeah, it's like that, 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 that is just crackhead easy all day. Uh, see, but we basically continue with that with Obi Wan, Obi Wan's daily grind. Uh, um, Lars Lars uh, finds Obi in town and like you know throws the uh, the Skyhopper back at him. Says you know stay away from my family. Um, yeah, you got you got you got you got you got you got the boy's father killed, um, and honestly, I just I just wanted Obi to just backhand Lars. <laughs> Why is that? Cause oh, cause it keeps going on. Oh, the, yo, you you you've harmed my family, motherfucker! You knew Anakin for a, less than a day, and and Luke shares absolutely no blood with you. He's raised him for seven years, ten years, and that is to his credit. Yeah, but it, but just step off a little bit, because also, also Obi Wan also raised Anakin and had to put him down. Um, uh, here here's where we can get into a little bit of theorizing if you uh, if you want to indulge in just a, a minute or two of that. I got time. Uh. So, uh, there is a moment in episode three where Obi-Wan mentions having a brother. And, uh, uh, he mentions, like, Leia asks him, like, how much he remembers about his time before the Jedi. And he was like, oh, flashes. I remember my mother's shawl, my father's hands. And I remember a, uh, a baby. Um, I think I had a brother. I would have very much liked to have known him. Uh, anybody who doesn't know, um, back in old Legends canon... Um, Owen Lars was, um, um, Ben Kenobi's brother. That's weird. It was a, yeah, it, well, because of course he is, we can't focus, we can't make new characters. It always has to be about the same people. Yeah, so, uh, Owen Lars was the brother for Ben Kenobi. Yeah, I don't like that. (laughs) And, uh, and, uh, but then when, like, the new EU stuff came out, like, um, there was like a story to kind of like try to fill that in, and instead, what what happened was, um, 
when like because this is like I think in, in in the Disney canon it was like one of the last things that they they put out um, to bridge that idea was instead um, Obi Wan was basically seeing the future and was seeing the time that he was going to be spending observing um, Owen and Baru and he was he was basically misjudging what was happening and um, he he was feeling the brother the brotherhood he would feel with Owen. And, like, both being men that are taking care of uh, Anakin's son. And he basically had misconstrued the entire thing. Yeah, I don't like any part of that. <laughs> but, uh, which I was like, it's not necessarily more satisfying, right? Yeah. Um, but, either way, they've now explicitly brought in the idea of Obi-Wan having a brother. Which they wouldn't use. That That's not going to be a throwaway line. Like, no part of me believes that it is. Like, I don't like getting into heavy theorizing when it comes to, like, Marvel and Star Wars because, uh, well, not for Marvel, because Marvel theorizing never pans out. Like, those are almost always 100% just Easter eggs. Yeah. Star Wars, that's not the case. You know, once upon a time, um, you served my father in the Clone Wars was just a throwaway line because it sounded cool. And then uh, people were like, hey, why don't we... What's the Clone Wars? What's the Clone Wars? And so that becomes a thing. So Obi Wan saying I have a brother in a world that's only in a universe that only focuses on a few people is going to have people saying, "Who's his brother?" And um, and I would I personally think that like I I wouldn't I'm not really there for it, but yeah, may, I, I maybe that's really, why o- I don't really want to know. But if Owen is having all these like these fucking bickering sessions with uh, Obi Wan. Because they are they are family, like that could be the end through line to that thread. I don't think it's the right one, but it def. But like I said, this was just a, a two minutes of theorizing. Yeah. Um. See, while <laughs> I, uh, Pat hated that. Yeah, while, I wasn't a fan, but Pat hated it. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't want. I don't want Owen. I don't want Obi to be from Tatooine, considering that. He seemed to not really know what the fuck Tatooine was in episode one. Um, see, but because and also like you know that would undo like the new the new canon material because like that's they name his planet of origin uh, Master and Apprentice, um, which is like as one of the one of the novels, um, but that's neither here nor there. Uh. Getting back to the episode, um, yeah, it's more just Obi's. Oh yeah, uh, while Owen is bickering with uh, Obi, um, what's her name? Rayma shows, shows up. up, and out of a crowd of people, picks uh, Owen is like, "Hey, you know where the Jedi was? No. Well, what if I just killed killed you right here with these?" Would these people defend a good man and tell me where the Jedi is? Everybody, right now, you turn and look at me. If you don't tell me where the Jedi is, I'm going to kill this man's family. And literally that moment I was like, okay, there's no... I act, There actually would have been more threat if it had not been Owen and been an innocent bystander because then the innocent bystander could get killed and that's on Obi. Yeah. And also... That would have been props forever, because it's a long-standing tradition in Star Wars to introduce us to a character and how badass he is by him murdering someone, him or her. Yeah. 
Um, Which I mean, to be fair, she does cut off some hands. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not taking it away from her. Um, but yeah, but it doesn't. It does. She doesn't kill anybody in that scene. Yeah. Uh, uh, like I think fifth brother, not even the Grand Inquisitor. Fifth brother shows up. Says, Quit fucking around. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and basically drags her like like screaming pissily off the planet. Um. But yeah, like had that have been another character entirely who could have gotten killed, then you have a then you really see how far Obi Wan is committed to his case now. Like it would have been very. Also, much... I want to point out no one no one ran to and saw about the woman who got her hand cut off. Uh, why would they? It's a cauterized wound. She's fine. Uh, shock. Um, as as will become tradition throughout uh, Tatooine, people just lose hands there. <laughs> Like, we all know that bitch wasn't wanted in Seven Systems. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, like, that would have been, like, to me personally watching, would have been much more interesting than than threatening the character who I know has plot armor. Yeah. Uh, because Obi-Wan not stepping up to save him didn't make Obi-Wan any worse because I already knew he was going to be safe. Like, I would have been, like... If you had to look me in the eye and say Obi Wan let a bunch of people die to keep his secret and to keep Luke safe, that's like oh shit okay like Ben had to go through some hell. This was just like Ben had to go through a tense couple of minutes, you guys. Oof, that like that was a really tense couple of minutes. That that has no impact. Yeah, none. And uh, later on, as Obi's riding back home. The Jedi kid who ran, who escaped earlier, <laughs> bumps into him. Yeah, bumps into him in the desert. Um, and Obi, Obi, he recognizes Obi obviously, and uh, Obi was says like, "No, I'm Ben. I'm Ben Kenobi. Um, you know, bury your lightsaber in the desert. Fuck off. Fight's over. We yeah. lost. Um, kid did not learn his lesson." Nope. Um, uh, he 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 he, di- he dies. He gets he gets hung. Yeah. He we we he, we we next time we see him, he's hanging by a rope. Um, let's see. Then basically, we, that's pretty much all all Obi does on Tatooine. So going over to, to the Alderaan. Plot. Yeah. Oh yeah, you get to see Alderaan. Yeah. Pre pre getting blown up. Yeah. So. And it does look like it does in a lot of the extended universe. Yeah, it looks like it does in Soul Tour. It looks like it yeah. like looks like it's a pain in the ass to ride that ride my lawnmower from one place to the other. <laughs> <laughs> For anyone who's never played Star Wars: The Old Republic, Alderaan is one of the first planets that makes you hate the game because everything is separated extremely far from everything else, and it's over hills and valleys, and so you have to navigate what is admittedly really nice scenery. But it just takes you forever to get anywhere because everything is open and nothing's in it. And also, typically by that point, you've 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 got you've unlocked your first uh, speeder speeder yeah. bike. Uh, I use the term bike loosely. It, it could be anything. It looks like a standing lawnmower, <laughs> like like what they cut grass on the side of freeways with. Uh, that, that's that's towards launch. I mean, now nowadays it could be it, it could be a fucking pleasure barge. Yeah. But uh, but yes, back back in launch, it definitely looked like a riding lawnmower. <laughs> um, but but yeah, so we see uh, we we meet young lady. We up we also meet you know not so young ba- anymore Bale, um, and uh, the first time seeing uh, Brea Organa, the Queen of Alder- Alderaan, like that's her, like, her first on screen appearance. 
Uh, she's been she had been spoken about in like uh, no- novels and EU stuff before, but this is the first time seeing her on camera. And uh, we get our first like glimpse into how like precarious and uh, precocious. Yeah, she that uh, that Leia is. She's not full on tomboyish, but yeah, she like climbs trees and like you know looks at ships leaving. Uh, figures out what they are and tries and daydreams about like what they could be. Yeah, it, it actually, uh, funny enough, it's much more of a like what you think of as a Luke thing. Yeah, very much. Um, which I, I like. It's kind. It's kind of her version of the twin sons. Yeah, um, and watching uh, Luke like look out through the mac- macro binoculars and stuff like that. Like I actually like that that scene a bit. Um, I all in all, I actually liked Leia quite a bit. Oh yeah. Uh, she was actually one of the highlights in the show, just because like she can have change and growth because she's a little kid, and little kids change and grow, um, at least somewhat, um, and. Uh, and uh, watching her like run around and like uh, throw hands at her cousin, Jesus! Wait, I mean like not yeah, like she, not she like not physically, yeah. not physically, not yeah. physically. I no. meant like barbs. Like, yeah, uh, she like she, later she on she's, she's at like a social function with her with her cousin who's like you know he's getting his little he's being a little shit. Yeah, and, uh, uh, he gets mad at her for uh, for saying thank you to droids, yeah. which is another Luke thing. And uh, you know, Leia, in like I actually like this because it seemed like you know her little her little bits of force force sympathy, yeah, as, as uh, you know, how, being able to read people. Which that's is how I read she, it too. Yeah, which is something she does a lot. Uh, but she basically, you know, breaks the kid down and uh, makes him cry. On a molecular level, yeah. she's just like, he's like, you don't have to be kind to those who are lesser than us. She's like, well, I shouldn't have to be kind to you. You do know that your father will uh, will never actually love you and that uh, everything you do is just for his attention, but he'll never notice. And uh, you'll die, uh, you'll die unloved and unwanted. <laughs> and she's just like, it's like, damn, girl. Yeah. Um, these the, this, this say, uh, I, did, I, did, I didn't know that, you know, she was... She, she really hadn't used her most powerful weapon in episode four when she was taken prisoner. <laughs> she was hold, she was keeping that in the back pocket. Yeah, <laughs> like aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper? It's just like uh, that was that was not even the opening volley. Oh no. Um, <laughs> but we we learn from this that Leia is kind of a bored princess. Yeah. Um, she doesn't like going to these you know state functions. Uh, she doesn't see the point in, in in empire's politics. Yeah, like she she's disillusioned. Which, which to, from be, about, to be fair, I don't see the point in the empire's <laughs> politics. Like, the, the empire kept a, st- st- kept having a senate for nineteen for nineteen years. I have no idea what the hell they did. Because <laughs> if you're an empire, Palpatine, what what Palpatine says just kind of fucking goes. Yeah. Like I, I guess like like honestly, it felt like they didn't they didn't really need to gather for any type of galactic issue because Palpatine was just going to decide everything. Yeah, but I mean, but, I mean I, they they even bring that up in like in uh, Rebels because uh, of the Senate still being still being a thing. And I'm like, in what way? But like I always assumed it was mostly just like they get their orders for for like whatever he wants for like the their, their governing of their lands. Yeah. Like very much like a he's he's giving out federal laws. They're the ones enacting like state laws. Yeah, kind of thing, um, but that's just, that's that's just us guessing. Yeah. Um, 
And the next interesting thing that happens, I, I'm pretty sure, is uh, Leia, Leia gets kidnapped. Yeah. By the three dumbest people in all of Star Wars. Uh, yeah, it does take them a significant amount of time to kidnap a little girl that they already had the drop on. Yeah. And uh, and she manages to run around long enough to, like... She almost got the, away. Like, she, she she made it to one of her one of the people looking for her. Yeah. Uh, I mean, gets him killed, but it also leaves a body behind and lots of evidence that, you know, there was a struggle that, you know, somebody had to get yeah. the girl. And this, and this is also just one of those things that... Why didn't they stun her? Like stone cold stunnering? No, like the stun setting <laughs> on a blaster. Just... It's like the, we the, know it works because like rebels, like kids get hit by it all the time. We I know it works. Episode four. Yeah, that's how Leia got captured. Like you know, I know the I know the I know the guns have stun setting, and if you stun her, you don't have to ch- do this weird chase sequence, and it makes no sense that they wouldn't have done that. And because like that was something I thought of it so quick that I wasn't I couldn't enjoy the scene. Uh, to be fair, like um, it's not the only time they have a weird chase scene involving Leia, and I think they just it's just something that they wanted to do. <laughs> they just wanted to to have these yeah. low angle chase sequences, and it's, and it's with a girl who looks like she's running about as fast as I walk, and I do not walk fast, people. No, and. Uh, <laughs> as a, as a, as a, we, this is a lifetime of bad food and bad decisions between the two of us. Yeah, and um, I was like, I'm pretty sure I could get her. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I could just reach down and snatch her right up. Uh, I've got a corgi. That, that's that's more of a bend to have to, to, <laughs> to, to catch. Um, but uh, yeah, like the fact that like it happens again uh, for another little chase sequence, not 30 minutes later, is weird. Yeah. But anyway, like so, the the kidnappers led by led by Flea of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, that's why he was so ugly. I wow. thought it was prosthetics. No, that's what Flea actually looks like. I know what Flea looks like. I thought that was prosthetics. Um, oh, poor man. Yeah, but she gets she gets captured, and it's like part of it is uh, Reva, you know, arranged it uh, to try and draw out Kenobi. Yes. Um, like, uh, so the Organas uh, send a message to Kenobi, hey, uh, Leia's been kidnapped. Um, yeah, y- y- you know, we need, we, you're the only person we could ask to go save her. I have no idea why, why Obi-Wan is the only one you could ask. Because uh, he's the only one that knows the truth about her. The truth is irrelevant. Is a senator's daughter that got captured? Yeah, I'm aware. Yeah, because uh, also they also they try and guilt trip him of like you know you know, like because Obi Wan's like I, it's my duty was to watch over the, the 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 son. Well, what about the daughter, Bale? That was literally your job. Yeah, like I watched episode three. You said I'll take the girl. Yeah, like this was you. This is you fucking up. <laughs> And you got resources. Yeah, <laughs> you have resources that Obi doesn't. Um, so uh, it doesn't work. He tells he tells them like he no, tells them no. I'm yeah. not the, I'm not that man anymore. Uh, I can't. Do- well, he says says it, he says it the first time. Then he goes in town, sees the the Jedi kid strung up, and then when he comes back to his cave, Bale is actually there. 
wasted the time to travel from Alderaan to Tatooine just to personally give him a come on. Yeah. So Obi goes and get, digs up his lightsaber. Yeah. So, but he's able to say, you know, we we think it, we think they went to this planet. Though I will say, Bale went through all the trouble to fly from Alderaan to Tatooine to guilt trip Obi Wan into going to find his daughter, but couldn't even give Obi Wan a ship. Nope. He bought him like commercial class too. Yeah. Like Obi Wan basically went to Space Greyhound. <laughs> And had to take. Had to pay his own way, is what it looked like. Yeah. To to get to um, uh, 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 cyberpunk planet. Yeah. Um. Uh. I thought it was a. I did not know it was a full planet, but it was called like Daya, Doya, something like that. Something like that. Dayu. Dayu. Yeah. That sounds right. Somewhere along those lines. As far as I know, it's it's new to Star Wars. I wasn't familiar with it before. Yeah. I'm. I'm. It's not familiar to me either. Um. I. I said. I say cyberpunk just because that was the aesthetic that it looked like. Yeah. There's a lot of lot of neon, a lot of Asian characters. Very, very like Nar Shada. Um, when I say Asian character, I don't mean like people. I mean like the writings looked Asian. Yeah, like very like Nar Shada slash like things like that in Star Wars. If yeah, you, if, you, if you know, um, that's pretty much where that episode ends. Yeah, you know, all yeah. So then we go to episode two, uh, which is him exploring that planet. You get you get he gets he gets some spice from a, from a spice dealer, blows up a meth lab. Then finds Leia. Uh, well, he does interact with uh, Kamel Nanjiani's um, uh, Hawa or something like that. Uh, what's the, what's the boy name? I got the cast pulled up. Um, yeah, Haja, Haja Estri. Yeah, Haja. Um, I liked Haja a lot because, like, he was—he's the lovable rogue of this series. It's not just that he's the lovable rogue. It's actually the, the thing that I liked about him was he was the fake Jedi. Like, considering that people like um, uh, Han Solo needed to know people who were going around, like, scamming people and pretending to be Jedi and doing it all with tricks and mirrors, because Han believed that's what the Force was, um, that means there have to be rogues out there pretending to be Jedi, and we hadn't ever seen one before. Um, Every person who had claimed to use the Force actually fucking used it. Uh, or at least could demonstrate in some capacity. This was the first time we actually meet a character who is just putting on a shtick, and it's the dumbest, most dangerous shtick they can be putting on. Because if you're caught, you like you don't just get he, like jail he, time. He's kind of he's stacking felonies on top of felonies. Yeah, like um, for not any real good reason other than like he has a couple of tricks up his sleeve. Yeah, what he's actually doing is he's helping people on the he's facilitating people on the run that need to kind of smuggle themselves off planet. Yes. Um at, which is already just, you know, smuggling is already a crime. Yes. Um and then along along with that his his shtick for it is to get the people to believe in him. He masquerades himself as a Jedi. Now, he uses like a bunch, a bunch of magnets and remotes to like do minor force tricks. Yes. Now, I will say there is some payoff to this in the next episode. We actually learn that while he is po- like while he is while he is personally profiting a little bit from it, like um, he is part of something grander. Um, yeah. 
which I, I, that's, I that's, that's fine. Yeah. Um, um, it, it, once again, it added more of a little bit of a lovableness to his roguish. I, I, I will say uh, the the fact that he lived through this episode also makes no sense. Yeah, I I also thought that like, he he he. he I'll get. We'll get to it. I mean, I love Kamel. Um, so as do I. I. I liked his character, but the situation he put himself in, I was like, Yeah, oh, no, you, you die here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, Pat's not wrong to just say that. Like, he blows up a meth lab, meets a smuggler, and then finds Leia. Like, it is very quick. Yeah. Um, it's, it's like he he. Ma- I think he makes maybe he go he goes he, he makes a left, makes a right, and then he just finds her. Now I will say he, he, he has that kind of a cool hand to hand sequence with a couple guys in the hallway. Yeah. Now I will say that like from episode uh, uh, three, we know that Obi Wan is good at detective work. Or episode two, sorry, episode two, we know that like Obi Wan. Oh, the had, oh, Attack of the Clones. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Attack of the Clones. We know that like detective work is a thing that Obi Wan is actually really good at. Yeah. Um, well, h- hitting up leads and talking to folk. Yeah, he he is per, he's persistent. I don't know if I'd say good. Hey, he gets the job done. To his credit, I I just want to I just want to point out, um, you know, he went to a room full of like nine year olds and said, "Hey, there's a big empty space where the plan I'm looking for is supposed to be. What do you think I should do?" And the nine year olds looked at him full in the face with, "Have you tried fucking looking?" And that's what sends him to the next plot point. Look, man, like, everyone has blind spots. <laughs> <laughs> and his was the size of a planet. Okay, not fair. I can't argue with that. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but like, but Obi-Wan doing detective yeah, work. I, I, it, like, it, it is in his character as he is written. He is supposed to be good, uh, good at detective work and negotiation. Yeah, so I was actually happy to see him in this role. I actually wish that that section would have been a lot longer to shorten out what happens afterwards. Yeah, uh, if anything, I'm I want it. I want. I'm glad that it concluded as quick as it did because honestly, and I, I need Leia to be out of this show. Oh, <laughs> she. It doesn't make sense for her to be around Kenobi this much. Look, the only the only reason I'm willing to forgive it is if anybody remembers back when we did our reviews for the for the movies. I had a long-standing um, issue about why Leia Organa would name her only child Ben. ben. Um, it did not make any sense to me, and I hated it. I hated it in that same way that all of Harry Potter's kids are all named like Albus, Albus Severus, Lupin. Like he just names them after the adults, for like with no rhymes or reason. I thought he only had one kid. Uh, Harry Potter has three children. Oh. Um, I only knew about Albus Severus Parter. Um, and I think, uh, well, he might have had more. And I know that, like, between all all of his friends, between all of them, like, literally every character gets fucking named. Oh. Um, like, it's just dumb. I was like, guys, like, somebody had to be named, like, no, either somebody in your family was named Harry at some point or he wasn't. Because names, like, need to come out of nowhere. And I always, like, find it a little disingenuous when, like, uh, because we as the audience know that character, you've honored them specifically. But... Leia never needed to have her son be named Ben. It didn't make sense for him. It would make perfect sense for Luke to do it to a degree, but it made no sense for uh, for Leia. And uh, so having her actually have interactions with him 
like where he has in a capacity like saved her life before that that does give some meaning to that that helps that out a little bit now to the extent they've gone uh, through episode three we're getting a little we're getting strange mm-hmm. we're, we're getting pretty strange because 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 if if this is if she's submit to have this whole six episode um you know high adventure with obi-wan that shaped her and you know made her into the person that she was in episode four why didn't she say help me ben kenobi you're my only hope yeah because if she knew that guy you know as as, because it it makes sense if she's saying help me obi-wan if obi-wan's just a guy that her father told her about yeah um, and also, like, just and this is this is just kind of a, a just critique of the of the plot in general. I'm getting sick of the of the tired world weary veteran that finds a fulfillment and lease on life through the innocence of a childlike totem that he carries with him through the plot. Like we 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 had we had it in like that was the that was the plot of Last of Us. That was the plot of Mandalorian. That's the plot of Halo. It, it's it's starting to get tired at this point. Oh, I was actually going to uh, comment on something else. Um, I guess I can do it now. But um, so, um, why is Obi Wan Luke? Pangawana. Obi Wan is just Luke from uh, the Last Jedi. Um, both both world weary over their perceived um, ineffectuality as Jedi. Both have fallen out of favor. Like, take Obi Wan's dialogue, put it in Luke's mouth in, La- in Last Jedi. Take Luke's dialogue from Last Jedi, put it in Obi Wan in Obi Wan's mouth. Tell me that they're not the same character. Oh no, they are. One hundred percent the same character. Um, and that feels very wrong to me. Like Obi Wan should have never given up the faith. No, even especially, with, especially considering he still talks to Qui Gon, um, and and the fact that he's still supposed like when sure when we meet him as Alex Guinness, like he's picked up his sass again and all of that, but it's weird that he had a period where he lost it. Yeah, right. Because like it's he's not just on the planet miserable; he's on assignment. Yeah, like protecting Luke is his job. Also, he has been, he should have been training. Yoda gave him instructions on how to contact Qui-Gon so that we, so that the night we ended episode three on becomes a master by the time of episode four. Like it, I, I will the, say it's pretty heavily implied that he's cut himself off from the force. Once again, just like Luke. Yeah. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like it either. Cause, cause, all, cause also this. It it wrecks so much other shit, like other shit that Disney has invested effort to build up after uh, after you know episode uh, after after the the merger. It's like okay, y'all y'all didn't have to you know put in like the comic series where you know other people on Tatooine know that there's an old wizard named Kenobi. Live, living out in the in the Dune Sea, you don't fuck with him, and you don't go in that area. Jabba knows you don't go in that area. 
It's like, I, he shouldn't just be a tired hobo. Yeah. Um, like I said. Like, Doing temp work at a meatpacking plant. Like I said, to me, the biggest sin was the fact that he's literally Luke. That he's cut off from the Force, he's bitter, um, he literally talks about how the Jedi have failed. Yeah, and that, I, that I had the order. Yeah, I hadn't considered that because he—he's the one who tells Luke the, the how what the what the great shit the Jedi were. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I agree. I don't like I don't like him being old shattered Luke from Last Jedi, and I'll also also just I'm tired of I'm tired of this plot. But mechanic. but also has the same thing with Ray. Bright-eyed, bushy-tailed Ray comes in and yeah. um, has all the belief in the world. And uh, and that revi- that reinvigorates him. God, like, I'm sick of that. <laughs> like, like it was, it was the last time it was it was it was neat was the first season of Mandalorian. Then that it was great. I'm am t- tired of it now. Um, yeah. So like I said, I I, uh, I didn't I didn't know you hadn't considered that yourself. Like for me. It was literally the moment when he like when he turned to that other Jedi and was like the Jedi Order dead, and I was like, oh, he's Luke. Oh yeah. shit! I was like, and then like as as I watched through episodes two and three, I'm still like, oh, you could take almost any bit of piece of dialogue from his mouth, put in old Luke, and or swap their dialogue, and it just works. Yeah, you're um, right. From last from last Jedi. Yeah, yeah you're right. Fuck fuck this show. Um, <laughs> I don't hate it. I'm just disappointed. That just. It just feels like a thing that Obi Wan wouldn't go to. Like there, there, there's a lot of dis- discussion about like how the Jedi are in in myth and all, and like the fall of the Jedi and all that. But every person I've ever talked to who's been who's reverent to Star Wars has always said that while yes, the Order uh, on on a, on the whole has failed, and even Yoda has had a lot of failures. Um, like Obi Wan's failure was on a very personal level between him and his and his Padawan, but Obi Wan was supposed to be like, like unlike Qui Gon, who was very like um, on the on much more gray and on the like the verge of like what the the tip t- the teachings are. Obi Wan was supposed to be like the prototypical Jedi. Yeah, he was supposed he, to be like your orthodox Jedi. He he is supposed to be the Jedi Knight, like what you think of when you think of as a Jedi. So he should also be the most unflappable. In his faith, it doesn't matter that everything happened in Episode Three and all that. It doesn't matter that he felt he feels bad about what happened with Anakin. Ultimately, he shouldn't feel that he's wrong, like in what had to happen there. Um, it should he shouldn't be like haunted by those days. Instead, it should be like instead he should be reflective and meditative. The things that like the Jedi are supposed to be known for. He shouldn't be like. Like feeling the fear and the regret and the anger, all of the the more like Sith things. He should be the the monastic man. Yeah. Because um, I I don't I don't see this guy having his final duel with Maul. Yeah, like he's not there. And and while you can say that, like, well, yeah, this show bridges that gap. I never knew that that was supposed to be a gap that needed bridging. Yeah. Because it hadn't existed before this show, and I don't like that the show has put this in here to give him a character arc that it felt like he never needed to have. Good because if, if we just took it as it was before, where he was, he went to Tatooine, and then Maul showed up, and we get to see him in the Alex Guinness pose, and you see him like take the three different stances where he goes from like old uh, Obi Wan who made all the mistakes in the Clone Wars to to Qui Gon. Well, to yeah, well to uh, Alex Guinness. To Qui Gon, yeah, 
Like, where you, you can see he's reflected and he's learned the things that you would have expected him to do while he's out on the desert. And, um... And to know that, no, there was a big gap there where, no, he was just a sad boy for a while and comes he, off he on the force. He was a sad boy for fucking... Ten years? Nine years! Yeah. Um, almost half the time he was there, he was a sad boy. Yeah. Not reflecting, not learning, not mastering, not anything. Yeah. Um, Didn't even have his lightsaber with him. Nope. Alright, but anyway, so... Uh, so he, he gets the girl. Um, he he takes out the the thugs with like like with the spice. Yeah. Um, which was which was kind of clever, but it's also kind of like the very like skittish hobo tactics he's been using. Oh yeah. Also, one other interesting bit: the 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 dealer who gave him the spice is played by Ewan McGregor's actual daughter. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, so the 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 line, "Hey, take this. I was somebody's daughter too." Uh, okay, that's cute. Yeah. Um. Doesn't enhance the scene really. No, but, I, just, I just thought it was but a it's neat, neat thing to mention. Um, so, so yeah, he so the, the he runs he runs off with guys Leia. are tripping tripping spice. He runs off with Leia. Um, Rava gets there and uh, finds out he's missing. Uh, the rest of the Inquisitors get all pissy at her and like, oh well, we know he's on here now, so now we'll find him. You can fuck off, Rava. And so she, John Wicks. She puts out a call to every bounty hunter, every scumbag, every uh, piece of shit on the planet. Like, sends them basically a wanted poster with Obi-Wan's face on it. And you literally have... The John, a, Wick John Wick scene of Wick scene. everyone looking at their their comlinks or... or, or that and The seeing, same thing that happened in Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah, seeing the, 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 the notice, and everyone takes the bounty. Yeah. Everyone just immediately picks up weapons. Yeah. Um... And, uh, it's like like the fucking Madripoor scene. <laughs> yeah, Falcon yeah. Soldier. Sa- it's the same thing. Like, I, was, I was like, like it worked great in John Wick. John Wick is a fantasy movie that just has just enough grounding elements to sometimes trick you into not thinking it's a fantasy movie. Um, but everyone can't ape from it. No. Um, and uh, uh, and then we get a lot of expositions between Obi Wan and Leia. Um. Most of it's pretty cute. Like, I didn't dislike most of it. Um, but then we get to, like, her sudden but inevitable um, distrust. Yeah, because uh, because Obi-Wan won't perform fucking party tricks for her, won't ignite his lightsaber, won't levitate something in the fo- with the Force in front of, ev- in front of the entire city... You know, won't talk about the force out loud in the public. She becomes becomes suspicious. Like, oh no, wait, you're not a Jedi. You're the real kidnapper. Never mind the fact that he's the one who got her out of the fucking jail cell. Yeah, because she sees the bounty uh, on one of some, one of the person's comlinks. Yeah. Um. So we have another layer chasing. Yeah. So we have another layer chasing. This is the, this is the scene that I was that, that I just I really hated because it. it it made no logical sense. Yeah. Um, also, because they don't, they don't really tie it in until the very end with Obi Wan making an ass out of himself, chasing her around, and all of the killers coming for him. Yeah. Instead, it's just a chasing between the two of them until they get to the roofs, uh, the rooftops, and then like a like two killers start shooting at them. Yeah. Um, um, so while, like a, while this is ha- happening. Uh, Rava's, uh, you know, she's Batmaning. 
Yeah, this is this is where she does all the wire work, where she's just yeah. kind of running around the city. Once again, it's so disconnected. Like, I already said it was disconnected before, but this is like in the scene it's disconnected because she's on her own, rooftop to rooftop, running around, so far away that it's ridiculous. Yeah. Because like, it also, never feels like she's on their ass. Yeah, because also she doesn't make it to them. Yeah. <laughs> like the the scene was nothing. And also, it was like, if they wanted her to be impressive, like, with all of her force acrobatics, if you've seen episodes one, two, and three, you know what Jedi acrobatics look like. She is trash. Yeah. Like, a Jedi, a, a, sta- a standing 20-foot vertical leap with, with, a, with a front flip is nothing to a Jedi. Luke does that with almost no training. Yeah. So, th- with her having to, like, push over a scaffolding... To jump up on it to then jump to another platform is not impressive, um, and one, it just looks goofy. Yeah. Um, so uh, Obi Wan manages to take out the two guys shooting at him as Leia falls off the side of the building, and he catches her with the force. Barely, with everything he had, the Jedi Master Obi Wan Kenobi is barely able to catch a ten-year-old girl. And keep her from splatting on the uh, on the, and then he gets down there so quick. Yeah, like he is just lightning flash down there, and like in just what is not the scene you guys think it is when you made it. Um, everyone around in this in uh, in Dayu is just like, oh, she got caught. Oh, she she was saved. Oh, oh, she was saved. Oh, and I was like. I mean, half of you guys are probably high. Why, why, are, why are you care about this? Yeah, because apparently they're just giving away spice on the streets. Yeah, like, like I don't know. I found it very odd that like everyone was like in these hush whispered whispers about a girl that they probably barely noticed just didn't land well. Like honestly, anybody who looked over probably would have just thought like, oh hey, she fell backwards and didn't hurt herself. Like then they probably wouldn't have even noticed she fell off the roof. Yeah. See, I, I didn't even notice it as a bunch of people. St- I only saw like two people stop. Uh, well, like the, the shot is like from out through the alley, and you can see people kind of being silhouetted outside of it. Yeah, there, so the, there, the, the implication is a bunch of people. Yeah, saw there's it. definitely a couple of reaction shots of uh, people seeing her get caught, uh, but also like she gets caught like a foot off the ground, lands, and by the time she stands up, Obi Wan's already at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yes, which was way more impressive than anything else. Yeah. Um, at this point, they get caught by uh, Haja, who basically tells them, hey, I'm not actually a piece of shit. I'm just kind of a piece of shit. Here's, I'm not 100% an asshole. Yeah. Here's 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 how to get off the planet. You're not alone, Obi-Wan. Names him Obi-Wan in front of Leia. Yeah. So... If they're gonna try and convince me that she doesn't know that Ben is o- is Obi Wan, I'm gonna call bullshit. And uh, and then he's like, "All right, I'm gonna dis- distract them." And then he goes to have a duel with uh, with Rava. He goes and confronts Rava in an alley, and you know tries to pass himself off as a Jedi. It's adorable. It's 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 the most abdo- it's like it's the cutest suicide I might have ever seen. Yeah, Rava <laughs> pretty quickly is like, no, you're not a Jedi, and but you do know where Kenobi is, so I'm gonna force pull the sh- the knowledge out of your head, and 
then left him in the alley, didn't kill him for wasting her time. I guess she just wanted to get gone. But yeah, I, I also was like, uh, I actually was surprised he didn't just take a shot, a pot shot at her with I, his blaster. I, I think did, did I thought she took her? She took his gun. Did she? She may have. I don't remember. I mean, when she's leaving him on the ground, like he could still technically just scramble over and take a pot shot and slow her down. Yeah. Like, but then I then I really would have been like, no, she would have gone. Yeah, back she would have killed, killed him you. for sure. But it would have bought them a few more seconds. Um, which is what he was there for. Like, he definitely did not think he was coming out of that alive. No. Because there's no reason to think he would. You're, you're, at, at best you're a smuggler, but you're still put, you still delayed an inquisitor from hunting a Jedi. Yeah. Your life was forfeit. Yeah. Um, the most mild mannered of inquisitors would have killed you. Um, but they make it to like this, uh, docking bay. And uh, Reva is, you know, doing her, you know, horror movie uh, uh, stalking. And she reveals to Obi-Wan that Anakin is alive. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that, Anakin, that Vader, Vader is alive, Anakin is alive. Yes. So, also, the, so the thing that, that Ryan's used to, to defend every bullshit Star Wars claim for years now, that, Ani, that Anakin was declared dead after the Clone Wars, I can t- totally call bullshit now. Oh? Yes. I mean, if fucking, if fucking a nobody Inquisitor knew. Yeah. Well, she was, de- she was definitely, I wouldn't say she's a nobody, but she's definitely like, uh, uh, because she definitely like does her research. Like, that's how she knew, like, uh, Obi Wan had a connection to Bell Organa. It's like she had gone through the archives and had read that uh, the two of them were allies during the Clone War. Yeah, but it's like if, if there if somebody's that meticulous, then you know somebody should have known when Obi Wan tried to put when not uh, Luke tried to put in his uh, application at the recruiting office. Some guy named uh, Skywalker on Vader's home planet <laughs> tried just tried to get in. Maybe we should send somebody over there. One or two people. Who knows? But, uh, but yeah, um, uh, the Grand Inquisitor shows up to basically take the kill from Rava. So, Rava turns and stabs him in the chest. Uh, in giving, the gut, yeah. Yeah, giving Obi Wan the chance to, uh, uh, GTFO. And the whole first season of Rebels became a hallucination. <laughs> uh, once again, like, uh, it, it, I guess they just found the. Uh, another an- another Utapauan to become the yeah. Grand Inquisitor, um, and that's where the that episode ends. Is um, Obi Wan having to reel from the realization that uh, Anakin survived and is Lord Vader? Yeah, and so 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 that that was the premiere. Yes, boy, was this a slog. <laughs> You like you probably you probably heard folks. It's, it's it's been hard for us to just get through the through the two episodes. Yeah. Um. Um. Boy, uh, did, boy, did we not did this show not need to exist outside of just getting you and McGregor to do Star Wars stuff again? Yeah. So that's the thing. Like I said, the thing is, I don't hate it. I'm disappointed with a lot of it. Um. Like even like you keep calling it mid, and I'm like, that's not wrong. It's just honestly, I'm, I'm not. That's not meant to be an insult. That's, that's yeah. It's a that's what it is. Yeah. 
like this is definitely the worst of the Star Wars shows, and I I can say that without him fucking watching Book of Boba Fett, um, of the live action shows. Um, is it worse than Boba Fett? To I, it's I don't know if I can say it's it's it's, it's not as bad as Boba Fett. It's oh really? The first half of Boba the the first half of Boba Fett is not great. Uh-huh. The second half of Boba Fett becomes Mandalorian season three. Yeah, so that makes it a lot better. <laughs> um, so like right now, it, its first two episodes are better than Boba Fett's first two episodes. Is what I'll, what I'll what I'll say. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's just nothing that nothing that's been that's happened so far, um, has benefited the narrative, and without going into any spoiler ter- territory. Episode three has worsened the narrative. Yeah, uh, I, I actively think that the story now is worse for episode three than it was before. Because also, it's like you're not doing any favors to the original trilogy or the no. prequels. No, like, every time you touch upon it, you 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 taint or break something. Like and and, and like, there's really no other place to, to mention it. The the whole uh, you know it being within one year of solo. Uh, that's gonna make because you know in solo Han is like a grown ass man. Grown ass man. Um, this Leia is like what She's nine? Uh, Obi Wan specifically asked her how old are you. She says I'm ten, and he says you don't seem like you're ten, and she says thank you. Yeah. Uh, so she is ten, and uh, and all I'll say to that is. Um, she she gets that from her father. Uh, uh, that's that's why I, said, I knew you were gonna pull, you were gonna talk about it, and I was like, no, like it makes sense. Like, it's like poetry; it rhymes. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't like Star Wars anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Anakin wanted a woman who was way too over him. Leia wanted a man who was way too over her. Oh, why does why they, why y'all why y'all got to make Star Wars gross? <laughs> no one asked you to do that. <laughs> Just say Solo took place later. You could take it back. <laughs> y'all didn't even like that movie. But anyway, I think that was uh, that's about it. Uh yeah, I I now that we've finished two episodes, like we could touch upon the other elephant in the room, like the social reception of the Star Wars. Yeah. Um, like this sh- this show is not worth the vitriol that it's getting. <laughs> that's that's the, one of the most damning things I can say. It is not worth the fanboy rage that it's getting. Uh yeah. Like um, if you if you are so if you are offended that women and children exist in Star Wars one fuck you, uh, go outside and touch grass and also save it for a better show. Like, um, sa- save that shit for when Miss Marvel comes out. Please don't. Please, uh, Miss Marvel comes out in like a week. Uh, please do not um, shit on Kamala. She's got an uphill battle already with uh, versus special effects. Yeah. Uh, so just let me have this. Uh, I've been wanting Kamala Khan for a while now. Um, 
But like Mo, Moses Ingram, she's she she's a fine actress. She plays her role well. And yeah. The, but Inquisitor Rava is too stupid of a character to be this angry. Yeah. Um. I I I, I won't say she's stupid. I would say like um. I get what they're going for. And having watched the third episode where she gets a lot more development, um, like, like I said, I get it. Uh, um, like, she's only uh, only at the end of episode three does she finally get to the point where I'm like, oh, wait, you know what? She's actually done something. I kind of want to see what she does next. Yeah. Um, but also, I mean, if you're if if you're if you're if you're not if you're someone who who just doesn't want any part of this, you can skip Kenobi. Yeah, it is. This is a very skippable miniseries. Um, now I I will say this. So like like we we didn't really address it, but like the 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 thing that she's getting a lot of hate over is um is racist shit. Like people cover it up with oh well, it's a bad character, it's bad writing, blah blah blah. But you then when just, you you don't but, you don't like that there's a black woman in Star Wars. But it's it's people not liking it. Same same thing happened with Kelly Marie Tran, um, uh, and then John Boyega. And, um, but like Disney's actually come out and actively been working to, yeah, um, which I, I, I will, I will thank the mouse for that. Like, you know, of actually showing, showing background and say, Hey, no, we're not gonna, this is where we draw the line. I don't know why Kenobi was where you drew the line. Um, I don't know why you didn't keep the same energy when folks were sending death threats to Kelly Marie Tran. Whatever. Like it's long, it's getting done now. Um, but good, like, and, and and especially lay off uh, any any hate towards Vivian Blair. We we are not going to ruin another child's life. Yeah, no, no. Um, Jake Jake would happen once, and it, it should not ever happen again. And honestly, I think she's one of the better characters in the show. Anyway, like she's a preca- she's a precocious youth, and uh, and um. Like she actually, she's one of the characters had like real growth between the three episodes. Like episode three, she's clearly trying to learn what's happening, and it's supposed to be her first time ever off planet. So like, like she's actually got like she has more layers to her than almost any of the other characters do. Yeah. Next to Obi Wan, whose uh, whose top layers are all bad and smelly because he, uh, because they're Luke's old layers that somehow got passed down to him. Um, old Luke's old layers. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but I, I do want to ask you this. So one thing that I do know, um, from the other end of that, like racist vitriol is a lot of people, their issue with, um, a lot of people of color, uh, have issue with Moses Ingram because once again, we have another, uh, person of color who is tied to the empire. Higuena? Um, it's. With outside of basically like Obi Wan, no, not Obi Wan. I meant to say um, Mace Windu. Um, every time, like lately, we, we see a uh, a black character, they almost always have like some really strong tie to the uh, to the Empire, or are just kind of fascist themselves. Lando. Lando made a deal with the. I, I did say lately, but Lando did make a deal with. Lando the, had contact with the Empire. I wouldn't call that an attachment. But he, he like, but, well, he made a specific deal with them and turned over all of his friends. And he, yeah, sure, yeah, but, he, he yeah, but to to say to say that, uh, to, but I'm to talking, call that I'm to, talking Disney. To, to, but to call that an attachment, I think is just that's that's too much because it's the Galactic Empire is 
they are the bad guys of Star Wars. They are the biggest faction in Star Wars. They touch the entire galaxy. If you're a character in Star Wars and during the time period that the Empire was a thing, you're going to be affected by the Empire in some way. Yeah. Um. So, like, to to say that, oh, once again, we get another black person uh, connected to the Empire, everyone's connected to the Empire in some way. But, like, specifically, like, uh, over the last few years, we have uh, Saul who wasn't necessarily connected to the Empire, but was absolutely uh, crazy. Yeah, but he wasn't he he, he wasn't imperial. He was an, he was more of an anarchist than a than a than a fascist. Uh, uh his goals we, we, we never his we, goals inside of like his own rebellion were pretty fascistic. We never really see what Saul's plans were long term. Uh Saul was Saul was, but the way Saul he ran his operation from war to war. But the way he ran his operation. You could say it was was like, uh, what he said goes, and if you didn't if you didn't fall in line, you got got. Yeah, he. I'll definitely say Saul was a warlord. Yeah, like, um, but John Boyega, you know, former stormtrooper. Yeah, uh, all of the other former stormtroopers t- tended to be people of color as well, um, and uh, and so I, I've seen people like, like I said, like I've just personally seen a lot of like feedback from people of color who are like. Like we're not necessarily like we're not mad that they they cast her like fucking good like let people of color have more representation but like once again we don't get to be Jedi this the closest we get to be a Jedi uh, other than Mace Windu um, who was kind of the token casting like uh, amongst the prequels mm-hmm. like they're like okay well no I mean I'll agree with you I would love to get a black Jedi like that. That that was the hope that was carrying me into Force Awakens, was the was was seeing uh, uh, Finn with the lightsaber on the poster. Yeah, um, going holy shit, as as a as a black as a black male who's been a fan of fantasy and sci-fi my entire life, whose all of his black male friends have been fans of all of this stuff. My dad, the reason I am the way I am now is from watching fantasy and sci-fi stuff with my dad. So it is something that was passed on to me. Yeah. You know, the joy I felt when going, holy shit, I'm going to get a black Jedi in in Force Awakens. And then it was robbed from me. He was, uh, he was a, he, he, cl- he scrubbed toilets. Yeah. He, he, he was, he, he was, he was a janitor that Maz Kanata was trying to get killed. <laughs> That's the only reason why you give an untrained man a lightsaber in a gunfight is you're trying to get him killed. Um, and uh, and then like and then really outside the EU we had um, what's her name in the Force Awakens who was like cut off from the Force. Oh, not Force Awakens. I'm sorry. Um, Jedi. Last, uh, uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. wasn't the main character like Cal? There's no reason Cal Sestis couldn't have been black. I mean, I I I'm, I agree with you. There's no reason Cal Sestis couldn't. Um, I like Cal. Um, I, I I like him too. Like uh, like that game is not great. That final fucking section of it is, is great. amazing. Yeah, that like that that fi- the final section of that game is woo. But that's the, good. but uh, the black character, the Cal's mentor. In the game, I can't remember her name. I can't remember her name off the top of my head. Either. Yeah, the lady with the bug eyes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I, yeah, she she was Jedi. She had a she got to have like a cool fight scene and didn't die. 
Yeah, but I was just saying, but she, but she was also like cut off from the force and had. Yeah, but she got it back. Yeah, eventually. Like you know, she she didn't she and she never she while she was got cut off, it was, that was due to trauma. She never lost a face. She never said, "Oh, the Jedi were fucking fools and they lost." <laughs> so she's already better than Obi Wan and Luke there. Fair enough. And Kanan, for that matter. Fair enough. Yeah. But uh. So like yeah, I will I'll I'll grant I would really like to see I would love to see a black Jedi in live action and I just outside of Mace I haven't gotten that. Yeah. Gotten I even then, even, be, even even as back even as a background character I would have liked to see at least once. Well so the funny thing like the funny thing about like Mace is like like Samuel Jackson made him even more token by giving him that purple lightsaber. Like that was I my lo- request. I love the meme of uh, like Star Wars, uh, Star Wars lightsaber lore, and it's like a thin, it's like a thin little book, and then it's like Star Wars lightsaber book because Samuel L. Jackson wanted a purple lightsaber, and it's like a just giant tome of infinite knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> like he threw things into such amazing disarray for for wanting that purple lightsaber, but uh, but I mean it makes him stand out even more. Um, uh, not to say I don't have anything against it. The fucking purple lightsabers are awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's just a weird thing now. I mean, it also had it also had BMF on it. <laughs> of course it did. Um, but but I think that kind of covers everything. Yeah, I, that pretty much covers covers everything. You know, don't 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 be a don't be a racist dick. Uh, if you if you if if you don't like the show, you don't gotta watch it. It's a this. Fucking mediocre show adds nothing to Star Wars that you didn't that you needed. No, like you can skip this. You were gonna be just as knowledgeable about Star Wars as you were before it. Um, yeah, you you unless you just really need unless you just really want to see uh, Anakin and uh, Obi, you know, played by Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor again. I mean, it's it, it's it's nice to see you. It's nice to see Ewan playing Obi, not directed by George Lucas. Because <laughs> it seems like he's having a lot more fun, <laughs> even though his character is much more is miserable. a miserable fuck. But even in the press, he seems to be having more fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I, th- I think I think that'll I think that'll pretty much wrap us up. Um. Like. Uh, you know, this is the Cabin Corner podcast. I was your host, Patrick. Coach Jared, say bye, Jared. I am a Jedi Master now. Um. You know, you found us on uh, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, or Facebook, or Stitcher, or Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts, really any place that you can find podcasts. Uh, give us a like, give us a comment, give us a follow. Let us know how you like the premiere of Kenobi. Uh, let us know how your feelings are on the show. Um, if And if you have a racist comment and you want to share it with us, fuck you. Um, like, uh, but still leave that like and comment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, engagement's important. Yeah. Got to got to push that algorithm. Um, and with all that being said, we will catch you next time. Peace.